This is episode number three where I cover a chapter from my book on primary and secondary income. Okay, so we're back for another episode with yours truly, Quaman Fowler, uh, Texas tenor. Uh, and you can access these podcasts by going to texastenor.com. That's T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R.com. And you can also type in my name and it'll come up as well. Q-U-A-M-O-N-F-O-W-L-E-R.com. Now, I have uh, been having some good feedback from other musicians who have uh, read my book. And um, the book is available on the website right on the front. You can see the link to the book. And, um, you know, it's it's been quite interesting because as we talk, um, as I talk with other musicians about um, some of the things that we typically have to to struggle with, you know, in terms of uh, publishing your music and not getting paid much from going through the popular channels and also um, you know when we talk about uh, actually making money through gigs and getting gigs uh, one of the things that's very interesting um, is that I love is really the opportunity that's presented nowadays because um, there used to be a time where all of the attention and focus for musicians was to uh, either get a gig and uh, publish a CD, get a CD finished so you could uh, sell CDs because your CD worked as a business card and it was a way to show that uh, you are professional and you're an expert. But now in this day and age, anybody can do a CD, anybody can publish music and put it out on iTunes and, um, you know, look like they're legit and really got their stuff together. Um, but the reality of it is now um, you spend all of that money and time on uh, doing a CD and you publish it on the popular um, uh, streaming services. You get a fraction of a penny uh, off of that stream. And so because of that. I started my own uh, stream. I took all of my music from iTunes and um, Spotify, and it's not available there anymore. You'd have to go to my website, texastender.com, and uh, click on music, and you'll see um, the place where it talks about the Texas Tender music stream. So you'll have to go there to get my music, which is, which is great. Uh, for me, because now I can offer my own monthly subscription for people to uh, subscribe and uh, access all of my music. And I can update them on the new music that I have coming out every month. Okay? Or so. <laughs> and so, um, but anyway, um, you know, one of the things that is key with a lot of this stuff when uh, we go uh, into the world of being self-employed, you have to have your ducks in a row. <laughs> and what I mean by that, you you have to do things in order. And 
a lot of times when you're young and excited about doing what you see people do who have been doing it for years and years, a lot of times we get things uh, out of sequence and we want to do the complicated things uh, first. You know, we want to travel and play. You know, we want to, um, you know, do a CD. And a lot of times we'll just dive in or young people, young aspiring musicians will just dive in not having any um, knowledge or experience, of course, of what is really entailed, you know, what's entailed with uh, pursuing a career in music. And so because the the way that things are, you know, you can YouTube uh, musicians and songs and, and see all of these nice videos and, and productions and things like that. And then uh, you dive in and you want to do your own video uh, and you find out that it costs a lot of money or what ends up happening. You spend money on getting the gear to be able to do it yourself or you spend money on audio equipment to, to be able to record at home. See, all of that stuff costs money. So uh, what ends up happening, a lot of times musicians will focus on getting those things immediately from the gear to wanting to uh, put out something. And you got to hire engineers and people who will do the editing and things for you. So, but the thing about it is all your money is going into your business and when you're in business for yourself, when you're first getting started, you need to have a primary source of income. Uh, when you're depending on the gigs, you play one gig, you know, might be paying two, three hundred dollars. Um, you got to go find another one. You know, it's it's uh, inconsistent. Some months you'll have, you know, what? 10, 15 gigs or 20, it just, I don't know what type of band you may be in or, or if you're doing your own gigs or, or, you know, or, or what, but one of the things that's really stressful is when you are depending on a call in order to uh, make your bills, you know, being able to pay bills with with just calls for gigs is highly stressful. You know, it's inconsistent. Because sometimes you might have some good months, and then some months you might be a little dry. And, um, you know, but the, the thing that will help to eliminate all of the stress is getting a job. You know, where you trade off your, your time for money. Because you're going to have to pay for your housing, you're gonna to have to pay for food, you know, electricity, internet, <laughs> all of this stuff is basic stuff that, regardless of you having a gig or not, you know, these bills are gonna be there, you know, if if you want to function, and so it's just common sense to get a job so that your job can consistently uh, take care of your immediate uh, financial. Uh, expenses okay and so that's what I talk about in in that chapter primary and secondary income I know I've talked with different musicians 
and they've told me that they've been in situations where they had to pawn their gear. And you can be playing with a top artist or a famous or notable artist who has a lot of work and dates lined up. And uh, I've, I've known guys to uh, be all fine and dandy when the gig is happening, you know, when they got tour dates. But if something happens to where that artist decides to change his, his approach or change his mind and go in a different direction, and they don't need you anymore. A lot of guys come off that uh, gig, you know, and they don't know what to do with themselves. You know, they they go home locally looking for gigs, looking for people to call and letting them know, hey, I'm in town, you can get me on, on the gig or whatever. But uh, it's just always inconsistent. It's up and down. And you, you want to have something consistent, especially if you want to have a family because... When it comes to um, the books, you when you want to buy a house or if you want to buy a, a car or something like that, they look at your your income and they want to see how much you're making consistently, um, you know, yearly. They want to know monthly, you know, your 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 last paycheck. But um, you know, just from personal experience. Uh, back when I was doing a lot of running around, ripping and ripping and running, playing for different people, um, uh, and I didn't have a, a consistent job outside of the church that I was playing with at the time, it was hard because the only thing that I had to show was the, the church check, which was consistent, but everything else was just from gigs and stuff like that, but I never knew um, exactly what it was. And it took some time for me to get this together and really to put this in order. But um, the order is, you know, you work a job, especially if you're working full time, you can get benefits and you need the benefits because if you have uh, family or wife and kids, you know, you can uh, support them with, with, uh, with insurance and being able to go and go to the doctor, you know, the dentist or or something like that, you you got that in place to cover that. And uh, I always look at it like this, you know, you got eight hours that you're supposed to be working. We're all supposed to be working at least eight hours. Then the other eight that you have are sixteen. I said eight that you have left. I was about to say eight that you have left because you know the other third of that 24 hours we're supposed to be sleep so one eight is 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 work the other eight is sleep and then we got eight more left and so that's time where we can spend uh you know working our business and uh doing spending time with our family if you have one if you're single you know you got a lot more time to really put in some work but you're always working for your future. You're working for your tomorrow. You're not, uh, it's not about living in the moment. And what I see a lot of times, a lot of musicians, young guys, they just want to play and, and travel and they don't want to have a family and they stay in the moment. And what happens is your, your years will get by you and here it is, you're 30, still single. Of course you got, you may have a lot of work, you may have a lot of gigs, you're traveling around the world and 
and uh, you know everybody knows your name and uh, everybody respects you but you don't own any property you don't have a stable relationship because you're always moving around and you know the your 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 uh, the person you're in a relationship with probably you know is not feeling comfortable with that because it's 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 really hard when you're always moving around and you're not able to spend time with uh, the person that you're with when you're always gone. But when it's all about you, then that that's that's how it is, you know. And this is stuff that you have to adjust. I'm not saying, you know, that you can't travel, but I'm saying you need to set a, a foundation first and a system in place that is uh, reliable to where you got your primary source of income that takes care of your bills, your immediate needs, and then all of the gigs and stuff that you would make um, is just icing on the cake. That's secondary income. And check this out. You know, once you have it set up like this, you can support your family and then your music stuff, your gear that you need to buy and um, projects that you need to fund. You can fund those projects. And, and, you know, once you're, once you're playing gigs, here it is, check it out. When you play gigs, that's one source of income. When you create products, when you do your own gigs, you can sell your products at your, your gig, you know, and, um, you want to save your money that you make from your, your gigs and your products and put it back into your business so that you can expand and create other products and 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 different uh, things that you need support different uh, supplies and, and things you need to function in your business you know have some money for for marketing and uh, different things like that see your business can stand when you have a primary source of income and so in the book I talk about that discretionary income, you know, your primary source of income and your discretionary income. Um, I want to give you a passage of scripture that really inspired me with a lot of the ideas that I had uh, started pursuing in order to create these multiple streams of income. Okay, so this is Ecclesiastes chapter 11, and I'm going to go down... Um, to let's see the sixth verse okay so uh, it says cast your bread this is new king james version cast your bread upon the waters for you will find it after many days give a serving to seven and also to eight for you do not know what evil will be on the earth if the clouds are full of rain they empty themselves upon the earth And if a tree falls to the south or the north in the place where the tree falls, there it shall lie. He who observes the wind will not sow, and he who regards the clouds will not reap. As you do not know what is the way of the wind or how the bones grow in the womb or her who is with child, so you do not know the works of God who makes 
everything. In the morning sow your seed, and in the evening do not withhold your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Okay, so this passage of scripture I ran across some years back, and it really inspired me to pursue these different ideas that I had. So let me give you an example. Um, this is a podcast that I'm doing, and I got ideas to do uh, a podcast really back in 2007 or so. It's 2006 or 2007, I've been doing podcasts since then. Of course, I've changed my brand because I had a company called Core Instrumental Music, and I was doing podcasts back then, but I started doing podcasts, I started doing videos, I was doing, uh, putting stuff up on YouTube, I was had a membership site, um, I was doing webinars, and all of these different things, these ideas I started pursuing, um, just because I wanted to create these multiple uh, ways of, of communicating uh, with people and connecting with an audience. Um, and out of that came opportunities for uh, me to sell lessons, uh, sell more music, and to get more gigs. And so this, this really um, thrusted me into something that gave me some momentum. I was able to connect with people, inspire people, and from those things, I was able to reap um, financially from the business that um, it created. And so that's that's one of one of the things that I wanted to to share because you know in this passage of scripture, it talks about how you want to you want to give a servant to seven. And also to eight in the second verse, that's 11, two of Ecclesiastes says, for you do not know what evil will be on the earth. Now, think about this. What happens when you put your eggs in one basket, as they say, and you're just dependent on a gig, that's the only source of income that you have. And so if you're sick and you can't play, then you can't work, you can't go uh, have you know money coming in because you're not you're not playing and so you know when the thing you got to do and always would encourage musicians to teach when I teach um, or consult other musicians about business and 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 things I talk about the two different aspects that you have to offer products and services through um, and basically, that's uh, as a performer and that's as a teacher. And when I say teacher, it's not just about teaching about the aesthetics of, of music. You know, you can teach about the, your experience and, and uh, being a leader in a particular field. If you are one who has traveled and had the opportunity to travel as a musician, you can talk about teach about traveling and teach about uh, entrepreneurship and being self-employed and how to organize your, yourself to function as a musician. 
I think those things are very important because if you just focus on the music, you've conditioned your mind to be in a habit of creating music and you leave the gap and the space open for the business to be handled totally by someone else and it it makes you a slave it makes you one who um, can easily get taken advantage of and um, that's what happens a lot of times in the music industry when other people are handling the contract and other people are thinking long term because they know that the artist is it's not thinking on th these terms. They just want to play. They just want to make immediate money. So, um, you know, they find themselves getting burned and um, not able to uh, really have anything that's that's worth while or, or, or substantial because they weren't in control of the intellectual property that they spent their years working to craft. And uh, that's the thing. You have to understand the, the business side. You have to read books about leadership. And uh, that's one thing that I do. I'm always listening to podcasts. Uh, of other internet business experts and also uh, entrepreneurial uh, type of material because I want to learn how to operate and function, you know, as a self-employed or entrepreneur, you know. And so um, it's all about communication and it's all about understanding how to facilitate your talents and be able to serve people from the standpoint, the audience of people who want to enjoy your music, whether it be through uh, a product like a, a MP3 or a streaming service, or whether it be through live in-person performance um, for an event. And, you know, the other audience of people who want to learn from you, how to connect the dots musically. And also how to connect the dots from the standpoint of organizing their business. These are opportunities that you can have if you set yourself up in a place in a way that you can serve your people in these capacities. And all of these ideas that I'm sharing, this is, this is business. This is how you are able to make extra income to where sooner or later you won't have to rely on the primary uh, source of income being something outside of your craft if you get your uh, business flourishing. You know, once the business is rolling and operating uh, at the at the level where you can walk away from your job, you know, that's that's the goal. You got to get a job. And, and, you know, that's where your foundation is a whole lot secure. You don't have to burn all of the money that you spend because your bills in terms of your living expenses are are just eating you up and you can't even uh, move forward with your products and services because you know you're having to spend your your business money on your living 
And that's that's a big problem. So I just wanted to share that. And I hope this was helpful for those musicians out there who are uh, trying to pursue a career in music. Um, you can also get the book, The Christian Musician, Learn What Your Real Gift Is and How to Succeed With and Beyond Your Music on my website. Once again, you can go to texastenor.com, T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R.com or go to quamonfowler.com. It points to the same place and uh, click on The Christian Musician and it will be shipped to you. Um, I've been talking with some people also who've asked about a Kindle uh, book version. So I'm going to start working on that here uh, coming pretty soon. And uh, you'll be able to uh, get that. I'll let you know. Okay. So I did announce to the stream service. The streaming service is also on the website. So you can find it there on the music. And um, of course, there's tabs on there for lessons if you would like to take lessons with me. And um, you can do that as well. Okay, so um, that's all for this episode. I hope it was helpful for you. So stay tuned and I'll uh, be with you next week. And uh, we'll see you again pretty soon. Peace.